Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Track Smack with Don Hall. Smackcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, Don Hall here after a what? A week off, Mike? Did we yeah. take a week off, sort of, kind of? Yeah, you, you had a little vacation. A little vacay. Yeah, went to Virginia. Road tripped it to Virginia. Now we have road tripped it up here to Texas Motor Speedway, and I am sitting in here with basically Michael Haig squared. Yeah, uh, I'm times with, two. I know, times two. I'm with Mike Haig, of course, my <laughs> partner in crime. And then we are honored to have young Michael Haig yeah. uh, in here with us as well. How are you, sir? It's good to be here. I'm very happy. Thank you all for having me on. Yeah, you know, I got bringing my son up for the first time to cover the races. He's been here many times as a spectator when he was a kid in the grandstands. But now, Don, he's in college, finished his first year at Baylor on the uh, Lariat newspaper there and sports writer. And I don't know if I told you, but he got the... Uh, he applied for the sports editor position and got it. Oh, awesome. No, you hadn't told me that. Yeah. Congratulations. And Thank you so much. Yeah, it's super exciting. It's been a great year, and this is... A lot different, but I'm excited to kind of get my feet wet in NASCAR. Well, he's uh, this this kid is a great, you know, when it comes to sports and covering sports and knowing about sports, he's always been, since he's been very little, he would look at the newspaper and get on, when when we got his first phone, got on Twitter and everything, he was checking out scores and stats and everything, and just, he was like a little sponge. (laughs) He could just remember all this, and and, and so um, he's up here this weekend for the... um, Big well for the NASCAR race, but next early next week is what I'm trying to say is that he's going to be covering the Big 12 baseball champion uh, tournament that mm-hmm. is at Globe Life Field over in Arlington. So uh, I was able to arrange getting him up here to uh, Texas to the track and got him credentialed, and he's going to do a little writing this weekend covering NASCAR for RacedaySA.com. Well, I'm excited to have you in. It's awesome. I know my son Donovan kind of played around with us for a while uh, when we would go into the studios and stuff. And, uh, you know, that's who I just finished going and seeing and, 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 and all. And so now to have you in here with us, it's just I don't know, Mike. These kids, they grew up fast, didn't they? Well, they grew up way too fast. and I mean, he's already just finished one year of college. I cannot believe it already. It goes by fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it went by so fast. It feels like I just moved in, and now we're soon to be moving into an apartment off campus. Just right off campus. Yeah. Craziness. <laughs> got an apartment. Got a girlfriend. Uh-oh. Living large. Living large. Yeah, exactly. And, and, Living the life. And, you know... Um, he, Michael fell into a great situation this year. Not just getting, not just the fact that he got accepted at Baylor and everything, because 
that's hard to get in Baylor, but he fell into a great position there on the on the paper. They needed uh, some sports writers. He was able to actually get a job where he got paid uh, so many hours per per um, two week, week or two yeah. session that they for like work study, and he was able to cover um, college football, college men's men's and women's. Uh, basketball and what else did you cover yeah, i covered a little bit of everything my my fall beats were i was full-time soccer women's tennis and women's golf but i helped out with football like you said and men's and women's basketball and in the spring i've been doing a uh, full-time baseball coverage so that's been a lot of fun and like you know don said big 12 or big 12 tournament this coming week so yeah very excited yeah that's, and, that's so awesome and you got to go to the sugar bowl you can't i mean that's awesome and cover it that's and what's so much fun i yeah. mean how many things have we covered that <laughs> Honestly, I had no business being at him. I wasn't like really technically covering. Although I always felt like, I mean, even back 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I was at the radio station, I would get on Facebook or MySpace. <laughs> I think yeah. it was even before that. <laughs> and I would, you know, be tweeting or doing like a live chat or yeah. something with people. So just to kind of, you know, taking pictures and, and just kind of showing you know the what all, letting folks see what all there is through my eyes kind of i yeah. guess but um yeah it's exciting you get to see a lot of things and you know my work study when i was in college um because i was an athlete there and so my work study was actually in the weight room i got paid to work yeah. like they would rotate us in the weight room to work and i guess check people in and out or whatever but so i basically got paid to to lift weights there um at the gym and stuff and that was kind of like the coach's way, too, of keeping an eye on us and making sure we were getting our weightlifting and stuff in as well. <laughs> so. Well, Michael and I have kind of like similar paths because like when I started uh, right out of high school, uh, of course, I, I did journalism in high school, did the yearbook newspaper. Where I was a photographer. When I went to Incarnate Word, I um, started to, I, I told him I wanted to, you know, take pictures and, and I inquired about the newspaper and and they, they had some positions open in the same thing, and I started doing some sports writing. And then after I did my first article, they asked me to be the sports information director uh, as on a student intern kind of basis. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about three years while I was there, and I kind of fell into the newspaper business and stuff. And he, he's, you know, doing this kind of the same thing with his journalism and, and you know, written media and everything, and and uh, so uh, it's just pretty cool. And and so he's going to do some stories, some sidebar stories this weekend. Tonight the truck race, tomorrow Xfinity, and then the All Star race this weekend. So uh, check it out at racedaysa dot com. And uh, I uh, told him there's no pressure. We're up here to have fun and write it, write whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, this truck series race, your dad probably take you down in there in the trucks and the truck garage. There's some guys in there that are from that race out there at Kyle um, that are out there and that race in the truck series. But it'll be very interesting because I think what will be cool is your point of view. You're basically, I would say, for a majority of the guys in the truck series, you're the same age, if not even older. There's some guys that are younger than you, (laughs) you know, racing there in the truck series. So um, it'll be nice, you know, you, you can kind of see what it's like for these kids coming up. I mean, they've been in these other circuits, but they're, they're you know, in that. They're now in the upper echelon. They've got two tiers left to go till they are at the top. And it's just kind of interesting to watch. We've, we've gotten to know a lot of guys that started out in the truck series that are now racing in the cup series and to watch their growth and stuff. It's been amazing. Yeah, and one of them is uh, John Hunter Nemechek. You know, his yeah. dad, I was telling Michael the whole story about his dad racing at San Antonio Speedway back in 1989 in the all-pro race, won the race. 
25 years old. I sit on the on the, the edge of the uh, trailer and interviewed him with a uh, with a tape recorder that had a little those little tapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little Sony recorder back when we used <laughs> ta- the yeah. micro tapes or whatever. The ones that like you would put in your answering machine, yeah, like those little tapes. Yeah. <laughs> And that was back in 1989, and um, and and I got a chance to cover that race, and um, and then then Joe Nemechek, you know, goes uh, goes on the NASCAR and becomes front row Joe for all the polls that he got and qualifying and everything, and now now his son is racing here, and and I believe if I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen the uh, the roster yet, but I believe Romco. They've sponsored him in the past. I think Romco's on the truck. I'm, I'm almost positive it's going to be, and and that's a San Antonio-based company there with Robert Mullins owning and everything. So anyway, it's it's just it's really neat the the connections you can make and to see. And I also found out, Don. Uh, I know I'm kind of all over the place right now, but uh, Brianna O. Uh-huh. Bri- O'Leary. Uh, O'Leary uh-huh. is supposed to be here. Um, my friend Michael Johnson, our friend Michael Johnson from up in Amarillo, said that she's supposed to be here. Uh, as a crew member on one of the truck teams uh, this this weekend. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I know, um, and I know Brianna Daniels. I've been watching her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, she got hurt. She hurt her knee, and so Ooh. she's not out here this weekend. Uh, she's having to have a bunch of scans and stuff done on her knee. But um, we've got a lot of guys here from Texas, you know, that'll be here this weekend. Of course, our good friend Matt Kemp. Yeah. Uh, he's out here. In fact, he's out there right now working on the running one of the trucks and also on the Xfinity team. And then your dad, we'll have to get you over to meet. Our good friend David Starr. Who, David Starr yeah. and, and Austin Wayne Self. And Austin Wayne, he, that's he, what I was talking about in the truck series. Yeah, yeah well, he, he raced at Central Texas uh, Speedway, which is formerly Thunder Hill uh-huh. Raceway, which is no longer there anymore. Right. But But so Michael's got a lot of opportunities to meet some people. And that's what we're going to do is take him around, expose him to this, because who knows? He may take take over for me one day. You yeah. know? I'm not yeah. going to. I'm not going to do this forever. I'm not going to live forever. Shoot, we, don't, we never know from one week to the next if we're going to still be doing <laughs> right? Every week, Mike's checking in. Are you still all right? We're still doing it. <laughs> no, come on, Don. We can do it one more week, you know. Actually, you know, I was thinking about that, Mike, the other day, and I'm like, we're two years away from 20. I think 20 is yeah. a good. I mean, I don't want to say that we'll end at 20, but. It's starting to look like maybe, maybe twenty-five or thirty. Oh, jeez, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we will see. You know, and we'll dive right into things. And um, we're going to try to get these up. They're they're going to be raw. They're going to be unedited, so they're not going to sound as polished as we always sound. Which do we really yeah. sound polished? But um, we're going to just try to get these up um, throughout the weekend. Uh, hopefully, we can get some more. We'll also try to do some Facebook lives and some other stuff. Um, but. Uh, we'll try to get as many things, you know, as we can up and out there. Mike, I know tonight is the truck series race. First of all, can I just like let's preface this this broadcast with with stating the obvious? It is hotter than hell outside. I it is like ninety five yeah. degrees. Um, when I was driving in, it was ninety five, but we've got heavy winds. I know. Yeah. When, when Michael and I got out of the car, the doors went flying open. And, yeah, welcome and, to North Texas. That's yeah. how it is all the time. But they're a little heavier than normal. But it it literally feels like somebody just turned on a blow dryer on you from yeah. outside. Um, and what a crazy weekend. Tomorrow we're supposed to have rain. And then Sunday it's supposed to be like in the high 60s, early, lower 70s. Yeah, and cloudy. And cloudy. Yeah. In fact, rain may move in tonight. The truck series race, we might have to battle yeah. some rain. So we'll see. Fingers crossed it doesn't. But it wouldn't be a race weekend without there being some little chances of rain, uh, at least for the NASCAR side when it comes to Texas. But 
Um, we do have the truck series race tonight, Mike. And I know, I think they're, are they practicing right now? Is that what they've been doing? Well, they just had their first or first and only practice session, I believe, for the truck series. They're getting ready to qualify. Uh, they're going to do um, single impound uh, vehicle qualifying. Yeah, one lap. Uh, and then um, after, their, after the trucks qualify, then at, I think it's from five to 5.30, there's a Xfinity practice. They're mm-hmm. going to roll those cars out, and then they qualify at, at uh, what 5.30 to 6.30. There's an hour qualifying section, s- single lap uh, as well. And then at 7.30 is the uh, the race, and it's going to be uh, a 220.5-mile, you know, 147-lap know, truck race tonight. So. Okay. All right. Well, um, I know there's a lot of things to talk about, and like I said, hopefully we'll be able to do a couple of shows, so we'll talk more about the um, the All-Star Race itself, because it's... There's so many daggum rules and stuff in it. I, I, I know we talked about a couple of weeks ago yeah. on the show, but... And then they keep changing the schedule. Like, I, we've gotten, like, three schedule changes this yeah. week. But I have everything updated on uh, race day. I almost went to say myessay.com. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Racedayessay.com. Um, I put up the, um, the fact sheets and, and schedules of uh, the, the latest while ago. So we'll try to keep that website updated. And you can also go to TexasMotorSpeedway.com at any point this weekend and check that out as well okay. to see if there's any uh, changes. But, um, man, w- what a great weekend this weekend. You know, with the, they're having all, all three series are here. Xfinity supposed to race tomorrow, weather permitting. Um, there's a lot of campers in the infield. I don't know about outside. I think some of the uh, campgrounds are a little sparse. But, uh I understand we're gonna, they're going to have a decent crowd, but um, a lot of celebrities coming in for this race. I mean, we have Drew Pearson; he's going to be here, and and uh, that's some, my friend. Yeah, I got to find Drew. I haven't seen him in a few years. And uh, so there's there's and the Texas governor, which you and I went to town about that yesterday. But Greg Abbott's going to be here as honorary starter, and Blake Shelton is going to be performing a concert on Sunday. So, man, we got we got a lot of cool stuff planned, and and we'll try to highlight the the highlights and yeah and and you know you brought that up so let's 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 dive into it because it has been a little bit of controversy um and and i know how you feel about him um as an educator i know how you feel about him and it's not positive (laughs) but but and you know how i feel about him on the political side of things I, you and I, and I'm hoping you stay on the same side that you were on last night because I, I agree. It's it's so funny because we agree with each other. And we disagree. <laughs> well, we disagree, but we agree. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it's like I understand. And, well, we, and I, we look at it differently. Right. Well, I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff. There, you'll have the folks that are like, well, what is, I don't understand what's the problem. He's the governor of the state. You know, he, so they want him to wave the flag, which any other time that would be fine i think the problem is is that he has been so polarizing over the last few weeks especially but, but the last few months i mean when you think of political figures uh, you know right now uh, just across the spectrum and and it's no secret greg abbott is is putting himself in a position to make a run for the presidency oh, yeah. you know so he has as as a as a citizen a citizen as a resident of the state of texas a lot of us Texans, even folks who have supported him, have felt a bit betrayed because it seems like his priorities are not really for the state. It's what looks good for him on a national level. Yeah. Um, he's kind of tried to continue on with, with some of the Trump stuff and, and that yeah. kind of thing. And he's he's putting himself out there. You know, in the meantime, 
we're here in some of, we haven't even gotten to our hottest months yet. May is is usually a pretty decent yeah. month. And we're already being told you need to back down on the air conditioning. You roll, need to do it, that's, roll, roll in, roll in blackouts. Yes, and yeah, it's, it's crap. Supposed, it's just crap. Yeah, and I thought we we're going to have this problem with the energy with ERCOT and everything fixed yeah. after the crazy after we all froze to death froze our ass off here what last year or yeah a year, year ago yeah it was last year i think 20, it, was. it was early 2021 i think yeah is when it was yeah when we had that freeze now that's not even the big deal the thing is is nascar took a stance at the beginning and mike i don't or michael i don't know how familiar yeah, you are for this but he is he, okay he can, good. he can give his opinion yes please do <laughs> um you know nascar implemented starting this season a policy, no politics anymore. And that's, you know, there was yeah. a lot of people that were mad about the... Well, the whole Black Lives Matter thing yeah, and the right. news and Bubba Wallace and right. everything. Right. And it, it really came about because of the let's go Brandon thing. Yeah, well, that That's what kind of broke the straw that broke the camel's back on that. Yeah. And in the end, I don't know how much you guys have been paying attention to that, but in the end, NASCAR was right not to do that. And not because of anything that it had to stand for as far as let's go Brandon. But if you've been looking, that company, that coin, uh, you know, they're a Bitcoin, Bitcoin company. Yeah. They've been like they're under some lawsuits and stuff. And I mean, there's a, a lot of things that were sketchy, which is what a lot of people thought in general. Is it, yeah. this is just sketchy, anyways? And I, I kind of feel bad because I think Brandon Brown was really used in that situation. I mean, he's desperate for sponsorship. Yeah, the whole "Let's Go Brandon" thing took over. But we haven't heard much from him since. No, but you know, again, NASCAR took the policy that a lot of people have wanted overall in sports in general. No politics. Let's just well, cut. Yeah. Let's just cut I'm, it out. I mean, Michael, you. So you 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 follow sports and everything. What do you think about like the NBA and and remember even the the messages on the court? Uh, oh yeah, during the uh, the uh, bubble year. You yeah. Went, when yeah. when the NBA was in the bubble, yeah. I mean, it's tough because you know you you have especially in a sport like basketball. I know it's a little bit different from NASCAR. It's a sport where it's like eighty percent black athletes. Yeah. And it's like you want them I mean, they want that stuff to be represented. They want to use their voice and their platform, but it's tough because not all viewers want politics and sports, yeah. like you said, Don, and it's just a tough thing. And see when I when I go to a Spurs game or uh, uh, I haven't been to the Cowboys game before, but uh, or even a college football game or even NASCAR, I, I wanna go see the sport. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna I wanna get away from all this crap that's going on in the world. That's my escape. That's my getaway. Right. And that's the way I feel. And, 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 you know, I think a lot of people last year or whenever it was going down here uh, with all that, they were just – there's so much stuff fed in the media on a daily basis, on the news. It's so negative all the time. People just wanted to get away from it all. And I think that's what what started a lot of this controversy is they want to go see – if you're going to go to NASCAR race – Go see the race and, and leave the politics aside. Now, see, and, and I would love to get Michael's opinion on this, being a young college student, because again, Mike, I think, I think, kids, and, and I say kids, I should say that, but you know, young yeah. adults, your age, Michael, are are seeing things a lot differently. I, I I like to I like to feel like I'm in the realm of where they are, kind of, you know, as far as my viewpoints and stuff. And and the way I see it is, you know. The Bubba Wallace thing, and again, we talk about this all the time, and I hate it. It's so different than anything else because because you just have people yeah. with an agenda when it comes to Bubba. Yeah. You have haters. But there's a difference between politics and human rights issues. Cancer is a human rights issue. 
You know, so if mm-hmm. if you want to wear pink gloves on in October or have the cars painted pink, or you want to have um, autism awareness, or you no. want to have those, those are human rights kind of things. That's the same thing as Black Lives Matter. I know people want to tie Black Lives Matter into politics, but Black Lives Matter was a human. It was a human That's rights issue. That's what it started out and intended to be. Right. Unfortunately, people. People make it political. They make it political and they steer it in a different direction or at least put a cast an image of what it. Right. Misrepresenting it. Right. But NASCAR came out and was like, let's. But here's the thing NASCAR has taken politics out, but they have very much embraced human rights issues. And so they this season signed up with the in the Charlotte area with the LBGTQ um, organization. And they are, you know, they're recognizing Pride Month and stuff and have very, you know, have really been vocal about because they have have drivers, open drivers in the truck series and stuff that have come out and said um, there is an openly gay driver in NASCAR in the cup series. I'm sorry, in the truck (laughs) series. And, you know, then they've been opening their doors, trying to work on the, you know, getting people of different diversities, both women and uh, ethnic races and stuff. And you've got Daniel Suarez, you know, with Daniel's Amigos and stuff doing these things and Bubba Wallace, you know, doing his things. And uh, Eric Amarola, you know, Mm -hmm. being a Cuban-American and others, you know, and. It was going so great, and everything about it has been awesome. We've talked about it all season long, how awesome. The stands are packed. It looks open. Then you've got – you come to Texas, and you've got the most – and, and again, he's polarizing even his own people, his own supporters, because there are a lot of women that do not – and I don't know if you – I know you both are wrestling fans. I don't know if you've been seeing, but I guess – is it – AEW or whichever yeah, wrestling that, it is that's been in town, or um, or was it WWE or something? Who, who does CM Punk wrestle for right now? The, the AEW. Okay, and he he was in town in Houston and I think somewhere else, and he's been wearing his uh, uh, your right to choose as a human right, yeah. and I mean, and then like he's all about the women's rights kind of thing, and just as a woman, and I'm only speaking for yeah. myself. I mean, that is a very hot issue for me. Well, my wife's same thing. She, yeah. She's been talking about it, you know, and, and she's very passionate about women's rights and women should have the right to choose. And, and um, But you've been trying to—you're you, here at a sport, Mike, where they have been trying so hard to inclusify and, and get more women involved on teams and have more—it it almost feels like— the, the the governor's viewpoint is almost NASCAR's old viewpoint, you know, yeah. I mean, or what it seemed to be. And that's the kind of thing is we don't want to we don't want to step backwards. Yeah. We don't want to polarize or make people feel uncomfortable or feel like. So when this man goes up there and not only it's not just the women's rights thing with the abortion stuff, it's been suppression of black right, uh, black voting rights and how they've been trying to redistrict all the voting things here around Texas for uh, because. And a lot of people may not be aware of this, but in the lar- every large city in the state of Texas voted Democrat, voted blue uh, in the in the pre- in the last presidential yeah. election. Um, the only town or the only things that vote red is the rural areas, yeah. and they're trying to redistrict so that they can try to get more of that red yeah. into those larger city areas. So that's an issue. You know, there's just so many things that he has been. And then the immigration stuff. I oh, mean, well, hello, wow. we've got Daniel's Amigos. And <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of things that he is very polarizing with. And I just felt like, in my opinion, and I love everybody here at the track at Texas Motor Speedway. And, you know, I'm a fan of Marcus and the guys at SMI. But this is an SMI issue. This is a Texas Motor Speedway. They invited. It was their guest. It does not have to be approved from NASCAR is my understanding. Yeah. But I feel like they put NASCAR in a very bad spot 
with this with this move. I really do. And come yeah. on, Mike, how many damn athletes and famous people do we have in this state? You could have brought in anyone yeah. for the All Star race to to do this. Well, you got a point, and um, I, I can tell you why he's here. It has to do with the that that fund money money. Yeah. And and Texas Motor Speedway is one one facility in Texas that receives. X number, I think it's around $10 million from the state to hold events. It's supposed to be used for advertising and promotions to, to generate, you know, people coming to the track and getting out and participating in the in the sport and everything. Um, that's what the whole fun is to do to attract events because it helps, you know, the more people that come here, the more money the track makes, the more businesses around here. It's a win-win situation for everybody in this yeah. area, you know. And, and that's what it's all about. And I think it's, um, you know, interesting how I've seen the reaction on both sides. I heard some conversations in the media center earlier about, well, he's really pissed off a lot of people. I wonder, they said the same thing about how, how many boos are going to be. Um, I'm hoping a lot, personally, yeah, that's just me. We'll see. <laughs> but he he's the honorary starter, and on the honorary starter waves the flag, right? Yes. How the hell is he going to get in the flag stand? <laughs> That's what somebody else was saying. I want to see him lift this wheelchair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, mean, I don't mean to be ugly, but... <laughs> I know, but it's him. Um, they're going to put him up on a forklift or something? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, but so I just wondered, Don, you know, controversy and with... And there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of entertainers, celebrities that are very opinionated that show up at a lot of these events, not just NASCAR, but other sporting events. They sing the national anthem. They throw out the first ceremonial pitch. uh, Various things, you know, that are honored on the court before the game and everything or, you know, all the stuff they do. But I'm, I'm just wondering, should we have celebrities and controversial figures at sporting events anymore? I... I mean, Michael, what do you think? I, I, I don't, I don't, I guess it's just, and, and I'm trying not to be biased because I, I loathe the man, but <laughs> I just don't compare him to a celebrity. To me, NASCAR says no politics. He is a politician. I mean, he's political. Yes, he's the governor and I get yeah. that, but he is a political person. And to me, it goes against their no politics. A celebrity, yes, celebrities can be vocals, you know, be vocal about their opinions and stuff, but they're they're celebrities. They're not a politician. And to me, I don't know. I, I just feel, let's just throw it out there. It's unfair to me. I mean, yes, he's the governor, but it's unfair. Why don't you invite Beto then and let Beto be an honorary starter then for the tr- X- or the Xfinity Series race yeah. or something? I just keep it equal, right? If you're going to have, have them it, both come out, and yeah, do, do it together. Now, I just don't think that he should have been yeah. a part of it. Have him out as your guest out at the track. Put him up in the suites, enjoy everything. But he didn't need to be front and center like but, that. Go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna say I think I think you did nail it on the coffin in the in the sense of that NASCAR was just put in a really tough spot with this. It's super unfair to to both sides, and somebody's gonna get upset at the end of the day. And good, I mean, good point. honestly, I feel like while this may be just 
really cruel. I mean, there's there is one positive in the sense of that. I mean, it draws attention. I mean, it will get clicks. People oh, yeah. are going to talk yeah. about it, and both sides are going to be engaged either way. But I feel like, like you had said, Don, the progress that NASCAR's made with, you know, the integration of women and things like that, it just feels like this is a major, like, step back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. and, and um, But I, I, uh, I still wonder, um, you know, if, if we want to keep controversy and politics out of sports, maybe we ought to rethink the way we – the way and and who we bring out to the to the to the facilities, whether it be a baseball stadium or a football stadium or whatever, um, to try to avoid these these type of issues. I just and, and I get that, and I, I kind of I kind of can see that. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, go into that far where, you know, because then you're going to have people. Oh, it's the woke crowd, and you know, you're doing all these stupid cliches that they have. But my problem is, Mike, is I just feel like there's so many different groups that well, he yeah. has, I mean, really and truly offended. And offend, offending isn't even the word I'm looking for. He's oppressing. I mean, look at—and I'm just going to use an example. And some people, you know, everyone has their beliefs about it. But I feel sorry for the family sitting in the stands, the woman who's sitting in the stands right now who feels like, you know, her opinion on her own body is her control of herself is, is has been removed. I feel sorry for the family that maybe has a trans daughter here in the stands because they they are under scrutiny right now of being uh, arrested and sent to court and tried for having a transgender for supporting a transgender child. I, I feel sorry for yeah, referring to that as like child abuse. Yeah, I feel sorry. This is all under this man. This is what this man's platform is. You know, yeah. he's trying to keep you know, change voting districts and, and change voting times to where, you know, black people in inner city areas who may vote at a church or vote during issue can't do that any, you know, because it was, it was so popular during yeah. um, the last election. These are things that directly affect people that could be in these stands that have been told you're welcomed here. We want you here. You know, we want you to come out and enjoy this event. And I mean, Mike, I know people are going to think I'm going to an extreme here, but I think that man and himself, I look at that man, and he offends me as much as the Confederate flag offends well, me. And that that's that's a good point. So, I, I mean, I don't want to do the whole show no. on that, but it is that is a hot topic, and you're going to see it on social media big time, especially on Twitter. Maybe not so much on Facebook, because Facebook tends to lean a little differently on things. But Well, it um, depends who, who your friends are. Yeah, it depends <laughs> because, who your friends are. Because, <laughs> um, but, but again, I just I, I feel like it, 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 in the end, if I took everything out of it, if I took the way I feel and, and my beliefs out of it, if I just took all of that aside and just looked at it as if I was opening this box and looking in, I just feel like the track and the and the organization SMI put NASCAR in a really bad spot with yeah. this. I really do. And I think NASCAR is in the no-win situation because if they come out and say, look, we're, let's, let's not do this, let's go with somebody else, then they're going to get, you know. Well, okay, so do you— let me ask both of y'all this question. Should NASCAR right now, my understanding is that it's the track that brings in the celebrities that, and is responsible. NASCAR doesn't have any say. Should NASCAR have more of a say on who gets picked to be grand marshal, honorary starter, pace car, uh, the uh, honorary pace car driver, and uh, gentleman starts your engines, per, you know, all that? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not too sure. Um, I don't know how much of a difference it would make. Maybe it would alleviate some of the 
tension or some of those yeah. problems that y'all were speaking of, but because to say. And, and I go, I think, I think back to all the years we've been here, Don, we've seen a ton of celebrities. I was showing Michael the wall of fame in there, all those people. And half those people are more than those, more than half of the people we were here for those races. Yeah. And I, I think about when Shaq came and, and, you know, celebrities like him and ZZ Top was here and Willie Nelson. And we've had a wide range of celebrities, but they, they did great here. They, they, they conducted themselves in a great manner. I don't I can't think of any person that misrepresented NASCAR or Texas Motor Speedway out there on the front straightaway in any kind of capacity. I can't think of any person that. Really, that <laughs> but look, I mean, Mike. This is a uh, here's a great example. It's been about twelve or fifteen years now, maybe. But we sat, I want to say, in this very room, if not the one next door to us, with Rick Perry, with Governor yeah. Rick Perry in there when he was governor. And I mean, you know, and and I interviewed him, and you know, I mean, and and but that's just where we are in today's in today's world, you know, compared to. And it was a different time for NASCAR. There was a different fan base here well, in that time. So that I mean, you know, you. He was welcomed with, you know, with open arms and stuff. I just, but I don't, and again, I mean, is that fair? No, but at the same time, I just feel people can't have it both ways. Yeah. And so you're going to, a lot of these people that are going to be yelling at me from my viewpoint right now are the same people that are, that bitched about Bubba Wallace's Black Lives Matters car, that bitched about, you know, the news thing or whatever. So I've always said this, you know, if you got to just go open it. If, if you don't like one thing, then you, it has to go for both sides, yeah. you know. And again, the Black Lives Matter car, it doesn't matter how many times I, you know, I say it or you say it or the people read about it. That was an issue. I mean, again, Bubba didn't have anything to do with that. That was Richard Petty. If you want to be pissed at somebody, be pissed at <laughs> yeah. Richard Petty Motorsports. But the opportunity presented itself. They didn't pay for it. Um, you know, it, it it was a sponsor. It wasn't a sponsorship deal. It was it was like a human rights kind of like a charity yeah. thing that they did. And lots of teams do that. And there's plenty of teams out there. There's a Liberty University car. There's there's oh, yeah. other things out there that are still kind of polarizing in a sense, you know, yeah. I guess. But well, um, there, somebody had NRA on the car. Uh, right. Sponsorship uh, just recently. Yeah. I can't remember what race it was, but I remember seeing the NRA sponsored a car. You I know, mean, what would, in a perfect world, what would be the honest, the best thing to happen is for the governor to uh, ex- recu- what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um excuse himself or not or maybe just say you know what something's come up or he wasn't feeling well or something else and bow out and not come no but he wants to get out of here of course he does and he wants to show off of course he does what i've done and because it's going to turn you know because on fox and on uh the other news you know it's going to be great it's going to be all about look at his people you know that's why i hope i mean i know it's terrible but i i hope he gets booed and I hope he gets boots so that maybe he'll get an understanding that that's not what majority of tech, especially in this atmosphere, it would be even better because he's expecting this to be his people, you know, his folks. And maybe then he'll see because polls obviously don't mean anything to anybody. Well, yeah, but, and, but and the, I, I have a feeling that the, the over the majority of the people that are going to be booing and cheering is, is going to be cheers for him on Sunday with, with, so. with, with this fan base. But there's a lot of people that agree with him on maybe immigration, but well, don't agree with him on the on the women's well, rights Yeah, thing. there's certain things that I agree with him that I like that he's done. Yeah. 
there's a lot of things that he he lately in the last couple of years that he's pulled, especially with the education stuff, is total BS. Yeah, and then and like I said, and I think like cut, every, cutting some of these uh, reading lists and these novels. Yeah. There's some some of these stupid. novels are great novels. There's nothing wrong with them. And to put them, to ban these books, and and it's it's ridiculous. Or the what is it that they're trying to say it's being taught in school, like in elementary school, and it's not the critical race, race theory. It's so ridiculous, um, you know all these stupid things. But again, this is a racing show. It, it did have to do with racing in a sense, and and it is well, a hot topic issue. And, and and we're you know for the record, we're recording at four thirty on Friday. Um, it's still early in the weekend. This this could blow up. This weekend, who knows what this story might be. So do you think on... I would get kicked out of the media center if I wore my Beto for Governor's shirt? <laughs> hey, I, don't like the, I don't think it's a good idea, Don. I still have my Beto for President shirt. <laughs> but Poor I, Beto. I don't think he can be elected. I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. He might. It just depends. Because right now, honestly, I think he's just kind of sitting back watching mistake after mistake be made. And, well, and this, this deal, you take everything else out of it. Texans want air conditioning in the summer, and that this that thing well, right there with change your, you know, or we may the grid that's got a, a lot it, of people. If the grid there. goes down this summer, especially as hot as it's been, we're all in trouble. Yeah, we are. And there's gonna be some pissed off people. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, <laughs> let's get back to racing. All Star Weekend this weekend. I was telling Michael they're racing for a million dollars on Sunday, which for some is a drop in the bucket, but for most, a million dollars is a million dollars. That's a big, that's a lot of money. A million dollars is a lot of money. That would pay for my college, and my college is expensive. <laughs> yeah. So. so that would be a lot for your dad. Definitely. <laughs> he, he could take his girlfriend, girlfriend out on some great dates with yeah. that. Yeah, he could. Well, although a million dollars right now, the way gas prices are going, yeah. <laughs> that would fill our tanks for a little bit. But, but uh, Don, uh, we've had a little bit of controversy since we last did the show, you know, with— uh, Every week there's been Every some. week there's been—and I wonder, you know, this is a non-points race. Mm-hmm. It's this checkers a, or wreckers. This is a payback race. This is a payback race. So who gets paid back? You, um, I think we might be watching Joey Logano and— um, William Byron. And William Byron, yeah. I think, but— then again, it's like who you know? Do you do that though, or do you go for the million dollars? Because here's the thing about the million dollars and the all star race is well, and it's like this on race weekend too. But that million dollars is shared with the team, with everybody. So if you're going to look for payback, you're letting a lot of guys down. A lot of guys that could have been at home on vacation, resting for a week, you know, yeah. getting their you know, but they're here and they're they're putting forth their effort for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you got to kind of weigh weigh your options, and uh, I think if you have a car that can win, you don't you don't you're not looking for that. Yeah. If if your car is kind of shady all weekend, and again after Kansas, Mike, I'm really excited about what we can oh, yeah. see here because well, look, Kurt, Kurt Busch gets the victory. Yeah, awesome. But I saw four wide racing four oh, five, yeah. at, at Kansas, so that gets and me. my Michael just for the for the for the record, Kansas is a mile and a half track. Very similar to this one. Uh, a little flatter, I little, think. A little flatter, though. Okay. And I was telling him about the PJ1 compound that's down in the turns. It's going to be interesting. As hot as it will. It's going to be slippery. Yeah, but yeah. but then Sunday's going to be cooler. Yeah, so. So will it work better? Who knows? It's going to be a cluster, and I'm going to love it. I know. <laughs> and so uh, so we uh, the last time since we did the show, we had uh, – so we had – uh, we, we, I think we talked about Byron and Lagana. We we went through that whole spiel, but then Kyle Busch, you know, parking the car, yeah, and that whole fiasco. 
Kurt Busch wins. Then he days a couple days later they announced he's getting another divorce. Yeah, yeah. And then of course go back to Kyle. They had their uh, yeah, got the baby. The baby got, was born. She's adorable. She is. She's really cute. Um, so yeah, I mean the divorce thing. Um, I mean, which obviously you know <laughs> maybe that's weight off of his. You know, now that it's out. But he's been racing great. I mean, um, and at Kansas, you had Bubba Wallace up there. The team, his yeah. pit crew kind of screwed it up for him, but he was up there as well. So um, I don't know. I'm excited, you know. And, and we haven't seen the the cup cars, the new cup car, the next-gen car. I was telling, Honest, yeah. We haven't, we haven't seen them at this track yet. Mm-mm. So we're going to get a taste of what we could see in the fall for the playoffs. Yeah. And um, and I saw the car. I was telling Michael that I saw the car in, at Coda up up close. It's it's a cool-looking car. You haven't seen it? I haven't it. seen it. I haven't heard it, and I really can't wait to hear it. It sounds great, and it looks, and it looks sleek. Okay. But I, I'm thinking um, with what we've seen so far this year at different tracks, I think we might see a hell of a race Sunday here at Texas. Wow. Uh, I'm excited for I, I know the cup haulers and stuff will get here tomorrow um, is my understanding. And so yeah. we'll see them in their first practices tomorrow. Um, Mike, what's some of the I know we've got some stuff with the pit crews, too. I mean, the pit crews, are, of course, are always involved. But how how is the pit crews are involved in uh, in this? They, they've got well, to get them pitted and get them out. And Yeah. Part of the competition. And I don't have the fact sheet in front of me. And part of the competition is with the qualifying. And Michael, if you if you if you find it, uh, let us know here. But there's a part of the um, the stages and everything. There's one component of it where they have to pit, change four tires, and then it's like a race down who can get around down pit road. There's yeah, no there's, there's no, no speed, speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> that should be interesting. <laughs> so, well, um, so. Did you find it, or is that basically? I think that's that's basically it. It's gonna it's gonna add a little bit of a different feel to this, and I feel like this is gonna kind of for the for the fans just something different, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm I have never seen anything like that, so I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. And then I I think there's what inversions or not inversions. I don't know. I mean, there's so many different things that they've got going on. It's it's a different format this year, and again, we've got it all spelled out at, at uh, racedayessay.com on the website. It's it's all there. Um, on the on the fact sheets and um, but um, I just think that if the weather can cooperate and it's going to be a nice day Sunday with weather wise it's going to be much cooler and than sitting out like today so uh, bring a bring a jacket because it gets windy here and uh, if it's only going to be like seven degrees that wind's going to be a little chilly. Yeah, and, and I don't believe I think it's going to be cloud cover. I don't yeah, know. So Who knows? It changes. And we also learned this week that they're doing a they're putting in a bar. Yeah, a belly up bar, <laughs> <laughs> belly up to the bar. That's all the way down from turn four, all the way down to the to the turn one on, along, along the front straightaway. And they came in and redid uh, the seating, too, in the stands. Did you see that it's got wider seating, and they've got little trays as well, like little tables yeah. and stuff. So places that you can actually stick your stuff up underneath. Yeah. Um, which, 
you know, again, maybe that's okay. I'm going to say it. I guess that's the advantage to not having 200,000 people packed in here anymore is that they're able, you know, <laughs> to kind of spread, spread out a little bit now. Um, you know, you're not packed in like a sardine. So after we do the show, I want to go check it out at some point because, uh, I've, you know, I want to I want to see these new seats and stuff and see what, see what it looks like once they, once they open the grandstands. I think they're open now. I got some shopping to do, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to hit the track house racing hauler and— uh, the 2311 hauler. My husband needs some 2311 gear, but it's time I, need, I get some new gear. So um, I'm, I want to, I, I got to go shop. That's what I do, Mike. Yep. So um, <laughs> we really can't do any picks this week because I guess we could pick a winner for the, for the all-star race, but I mean. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because. Is not everyone's racing. Yeah, not everyone likes it. So maybe we should wait, and then yeah. maybe we'll try and we'll do a little recording. We'll do a little mini track smack show maybe um, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow evening or something. Yeah, and uh, we'll figure it out, and we'll do our picks. And if not, we'll post them or something. It's not like our picks ever win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, kid- I'm kidding. I think I've won one. You did race. You did. I think I won one too. Yeah, as I think a matter you did fact. too. Because so. we always do our picks, Michael. And and, uh, and so, here's the thing: like two of our picks have still been our picks every week. Because I'm picking one of my <laughs> picks has to be Daniel Suarez until he wins, because I know he's going to win. And uh, your dad's picked Bubba Wallace too, because we know that Bubba's going to win yeah. at some point. So it's like, but I I said I would go every week with Daniel Suarez, and because the way we do our picks, I'm not sure if you know this, but. Unlike most people, we try to give ourselves as many chances, as many chances to have a so winner. So we, we have we pick a winner, uh-huh. then we pick a long shot, mm-hmm. then we pick a really 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 long <laughs> shot. <laughs> and what's so stupid is our really 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 long shot. A lot of times Wins shouldn't even be a, or they shouldn't even be a long what you would consider a long yeah. shot. It's like yeah, it's, it's just like, like a third like, person we're picking. It's not like we're trying to bet the Kentucky Derby or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will uh, tell you what. I think Hendrix Motorsports has won 10 all-star races yeah. the most, and they've won the last two. Yeah. So something to note. And that, that, that'll be Chase Elliott, mm-hmm. Kyle Larson, he won, he won the last um, William Byron, or uh, Alex Bowman. Mm-hmm. And, but again, the, the monkey wrench is this car, is this new car. We haven't seen this car on this track. Speaking of monkey wrench, did you see that the, they couldn't get the tire the lug nut off the uh, 43 car at the last race there yeah. at Kansas? I saw that. I thought you were going to ask me about monkeypox. I was like, what the hell is monkeypox? Have you seen that? That no. has nothing to do with anything. But, yeah, somebody in Florida or somewhere tested positive for monkeypox. No kidding. Yeah. Supposedly our um, chicken pox, I think, vaccination okay. or whatever can help. But I was like, what the hell is monkeypox? <laughs> <laughs> Craig, did you bring that over with you? <laughs> My husband. Uh-huh. He's in South Africa, so. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is monkeypox? Mm-hmm. By the way, the voice. Yeah. What's it, the... I lost it in Virginia again. Because you talk too much. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's my new thing. I think it's going to be my new my new radio voice. It's yeah. the, the rocker, sla- uh, rocker DJ slash, what did my friend call me? Stripper... Mm-hmm. Stripper voice slash yeah. old chain-smoking grandma voice. There you go. <laughs> That's going to be it for now on. So, Well, Michael, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, your first race in a long time, I mean, here live to see it, or your first all-star race. What are you looking forward to seeing? 
Definitely the new format. I, you know, it's been a really long time since I've yeah. been here. It's really good to be back. When we when we pulled up, I was like, wow, it's just really good to be back. He was a, he was a, he drove in and he dr- yeah. actually drove the car in, and, and, and he was amazed at how big the place is. I think it's just unbelievable. But definitely the format. I think that's going to be something that's really cool, really fun. Kind of bring a new feel to NASCAR, just instead of the same old, same old, you know. And, I mean, I've even got some friends from back home that are, like, super excited. And they're like, bring me home a T-shirt. So yeah. it's going to be really fun. He also uh, got a chance to go out. We got to go out on the front straightaway before you came. The, oh, uh-huh. the Department of Public Safety and the Department of Transportation is doing this big um, campaign to slow people down on the highways. They're going to be uh, giving out tickets. And, and it's just not trying to get people to, you know, nail people with tickets. But it's a whole campaign that... There's too many deaths on the road and everything, so they they had some troopers here and some people from the state and and, and but they took us out for a photo shoot on the front straightaway. So Michael got to go out there on the and I was showing him, you know, how the front straightaway is banked. Yeah, it slopes. It's and, not flat, and it, it used to be a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it used to really be a. Um, they came in and what yeah. took like three or four was Degre- it like degrees out of it. Yeah. Is that the word that we're looking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's actually a little flatter than it was, but going into turn one, turn one is a treacherous turn here. Uh, we've seen some really nasty accidents. In fact, oh. I'm sure your dad will show you a picture in there of Michael McDowell, yeah. one of the worst accidents we've seen here. Uh, and and that this track, I mean, I'm just like I said, I'm I'm really anxious to see what we're going to see with this new car and how the speeds are here. Um, you know, we, we're going to see some practicing, which we haven't seen in a couple of years here at Texas. Yeah. Uh, getting to see practice and qualifying and those kind of things. So, and I think one thing you're going to notice, Michael, is uh, how fast these cars go on this track when you get up, get this close to it. It's it's incredible how fast. You've never been on the inside. You've been in the crowd, but you've yeah. never like driven through the tunnel. Yeah, no, I've never been in, never been in the infield uh, to my. Well, I think I went once, but I it was like post race. I have yeah. never not during the race. Yeah, you came down. And yeah, I came down to see you after. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be really cool, especially with the new kind of sleeker look with the cars, and they're going to be moving. Yeah. What was it? Did what did you feel when you went through the tunnel for the first time? It was really cool. Just like I mean, kind of when you go up and you just kind of look around and get that three sixty three uh, three uh, three sixty degree kind of view of everything. You're like, wow. Can you picture crazy. those big haulers getting through that skinny little area? Because <laughs> no. when you look, it looks like you can reach out and just touch each side of you. We've seen some campers have some mishaps before. Oh yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people having a few too many before they decide <laughs> to leave the track. And, uh, yeah, so fun stuff, though. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a good time. And I'm hoping that we get a good crowd. I really yeah, am. Yeah, we need it. We, we do. Because so, I think we're going to see a great show. Yeah, I think I think so. And I hope if it's a great show and a great crowd, I hope they keep the all-star race here. You know, they, they talked about moving it around. It used, to be, it used to be at Charlotte. Then, what, one year or two years it went to Bristol? Mm-hmm. One year. One year. Mm-hmm. And then now it's here, and um, but um, and that's controversial in itself. A lot of people don't like it. They like, and, and yeah. the reason why uh, Michael is because it used to be in Charlotte, and it was in between the All Star Race was be- uh, right before the Coke Six Hundred. So it basically was two weeks kind of off that the the crews and stuff would get to stay at home and so they would stay there people would go up to charlotte and they would stay there for a couple of weeks and they would travel to the shops and stuff during the week yeah. and, and all and, and do everything there so that they would get the all-star race and then the following weekend get the coke 600 um, and it kind of gave the crews and teams a, ch- a, a chance to stay home for a couple of weeks because yeah. it's a 36 week season 
starts in February and ends, ends in mid February or late February and goes all the way to mid or late November. That's a long haul. Yeah, yeah, it is. And there's a couple of weekends that you have off, but not very many. So and most of the guys that they take off go race somewhere else. Yeah. Now the people I don't feel sorry for, my uh, Matthew Kemp and I have had this discussion. Um, every time I see. Okay, crew guys, actual crew guys that are like mechanic crew guys, I feel sorry for because those guys are in the shop all week, working all week long. Then they come to the track. Yeah. They're doing all the tinkering. I do not feel sorry for pit crew guys that fly in on Sunday for the race and then they're out. They work like one day a week, you yeah. know, two days if you count going in and training and stuff. But those guys I don't feel sorry for. They have off all week. And one thing I want you, well, I want you to experience tonight is we'll we'll go out on the uh, and Don has done this before we go out on on pit road here and walk up and down during the truck race. But to, to, you need to witness a pit stop from behind the wall. Absolutely, those guys they are true athletes. They go over that wall and, and boy, they're 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 done. You know, in a matter of seconds. The other thing to notice, and this is from your uh, for your sports side of things, is pay attention to. The size of pit. Now, a lot of these guys that are on the truck, truck car, or truck cars, on the truck cars, Mike, on the trucks, <laughs> and then on the Xfinity cars, um, they're basically, they, they're kind of rent-a-crews, so teams will rent them. They're, a lot of them are Cup Series crew members, and they they kind of, they work on these other yeah, teams like, and stuff. Like freelancing. Freelancing, right. Yeah. But pay attention to the size difference. On Sunday, pit crew, the actual size of the pit crew members to what you'll see, like, like sometimes in the truck series, you may have Uncle Joe on, you know, changing tires on your car or whatnot, and you know, there's the guys are a little smaller. When when it comes to Sunday, it's it's mostly now, and and I was told this by a couple of crew members, when in, which in a way it's almost unfair. There's a lot of guys that are have done pitting, you know, at local tracks and stuff their entire life, and it's getting to the point where if you are not a former college football player yeah. or college track athlete you don't make the team anymore they are they, that's how strong the recruiting is in the co uh, college football big dudes big big guys yeah linemen and, and girls yeah big, and girl. strong girls yeah, yeah. so fast getting more women we we had a real quick we had a didn't we have an all-female crew here yeah. uh -huh. um recently yeah we did yeah. um so um, in fact, I don't think they'll be here this weekend. I no. think we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But they were at the Daytona 500. It was an all-female crew. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, a lot of a lot of storylines. We'll follow them. We'll 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 actually work, do some investigating. And by we, I mean Mike and Michael, because yeah. I say I work, I really don't. But I try to like put stuff out there, and I Facebook. And you do a good job uh, with social media. Yeah, with the Facebook lives and. Yeah, I'll get in there and get some pit crew video and get you into victory lane and those kind of things. So, um, most importantly, Mike and I will have you in the in the cafeteria area. So we're getting into a selfie with Greg Abbott. <laughs> if I could do something, I don't know. Don't tempt me because I might get myself thrown out of the track. <laughs> I, I need that T-shirt. I've been wanting that T-shirt, the come and take him T-shirt, and it's just <laughs> I should wear that. Oh but man, oh man. I'm sorry. I just don't hold back. But anyway, but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully that doesn't overshadow yeah, I, the, the I race. Yeah, I bet it won't. But um, it was definitely a a kick in the nutsack, for, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> so anyway, well, Michael, I'm glad that you were able to come in and hang out with us and see what, you know, your dad and I like to play and yeah. pretend that we have a real show. This has been so much fun. Thank you all. This is, <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah. You did good. He does good on the radio. He does. He has a natural voice. He needs to have his own show. He, yeah, definitely. He might one of these days. 
behind the, you know, I mean, like there's, especially with podcasting, it's, it's endless. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. so you could even do a show. Here I am, Miss Ideas. This is the producer in me. I'm always like, <laughs> you should do a show, honestly, to help with kids coming up through high school and stuff like that are looking into maybe do like a behind the scenes kind of show where you talk about what you've been covering, but then do a podcast of what you've covered and what you've been seeing and, yeah. and kind of like what you think behind the scenes, you know, what maybe people should do or kids should do or something. I, I, I mean, I think that's a great idea. I was one that was literally thrown into the fire and it, I mean, as my advisor at Baylor would say, you either sink or swim, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is. And yeah. I probably sunk for a little bit, but then I found myself afloat, and I have i can't tell you how much I've learned. In, how many stories did you end up writing this year? I think, I think the number was 136. 136 in a, in a two, two semesters with two over a winter break. Yeah. That's good. You know, that's so awesome. I think that's, that's, our quota was about four stories a week. Give or take. Sometimes a little more, sometimes yeah. a little less. Well, and you'll learn, too, in this business, because uh, I've learned this. Uh, Mike, I'm sure you have, too, that, um, I mean, it's it's great to to learn, you know, get your education and, and, and get all of that under you. But honestly, in this business, and it's true, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. So the mo- more personal you are, the more uh, are, the more you put yourself out there and you get to know people, uh it comes back to you and people will search you out to try to do things with oh, yeah. you and stuff. I mean, we, I've, we've met so many great people, Doug oh, Rice and others. Who, and he's here. I saw him. Okay, said I, hi to him. Told him you were coming out. By the way, this weekend, first time that there's so many people I'm going to meet for the first time in person that we've had on the show and that we've known for years. But the first time for me that I can remember being at a track where PRN and MRN guys are all at the same track. So Jeff Striegel is here as oh, well. Good. And so Jeff, I'm going to find Jeff. If time works itself out, Jeff, Doug, and I have been talking about trying to sit down and do a show with the two of them, which I think would be amazing That'd to be, have that, both of that those would guys be. on. It would be. But, um, but yeah. And, Mike, since we're here really quick, can we close the show? I mean, if y'all are ready to close. I just thought of this just now because it, it, it just hit me. But um, I want to send some more prayers and love to our friend Dave Crome. I yeah. mean, it's it's going to be weird not seeing Dave around yeah. here. Um, and I just started to think about that, you know. Well, they just they, at the press conference they had a different guy running the video camera there, and mm-hmm. I, I thought, ooh, I miss Dave. Yeah, yeah, so I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So. But he's uh, hopefully he's doing well. I know he's in a rehab facility right now and going through quite a bit. But he's um, he's he's a fighter. Yeah, he is. And I think he'll bounce back and everything so wow and dave if, if you're listening we love you and we miss you and we want to get you back out to the track as soon as possible absolutely we need our bear or i need my bear hugs he has great bear <laughs> hugs i don't know if mike if if you want bear hugs but I, i'm sure from dave you would take a bear hug so heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> well well guys uh, i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed the the michael and mike hey yeah it's uh, a little bit different tandem. yeah it's fun yeah it is fun it's fun because mike and i you know we've done this so long that like we know each other so well That's we right. know what each other thinks what do we get we got to we don't do a nugget for this show no not for a smack cast okay so i need to come find something i need to look for something that we can do for a well, we little, could put one in yeah we can always uh, the, the night is young <laughs> That's I mean, right. so, you know, <laughs> we'll see so all right guys well thanks so much for joining us as always and uh we will have uh, hopefully more coverage for you throughout the weekend uh make sure to check out racedaysa.com mike and michael both will be putting up stories and have all the latest news and photos and stuff for you and uh you guys have fun stay safe
Thank you for tuning in to Track Smack Smackcast. Check out more at tracksmackradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.